Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al podcast de los pintores, en donde estaremos hablando de los desafíos que pasamos como una compañía hispana en la industria de la pintura. Muchachos, nosotros somos los pintores. Yo soy Juan y José y José de los pintores podcast. Uh, hoy tenemos a Jason Phillips. So today we have Jason Phillips here with us from uh, Jason Phillips is from the Dallas, Texas area. Mm -hmm. Am I correct, Jason? So Jason, please introduce yourself and tell us a little short about yourself. Hey guys, I'm glad to be here. I'm Jason Phillips, and that's correct from the Dallas area of Texas. And uh, my company is Phillips Home Improvements. Uh, we've been in business since 1997. I know that's quite a hot minute there. We we started out in painting, and we also do gutters and roofing, all residential. Wow. Well, Jason, trust me, you um, everywhere we go, uh, we all know Jason. Um, you're such a char charismatic guy, uh, always like I mean, so ready to help someone. Um, We were recently in Texas and we heard a lot of stories about Jason, you know, uh, from Cui, uh, from a couple other painters in the area. And it just like the gatherings, the, the lunches you guys have. And, just to and give you an idea, you know how they say Texas is big, right? And yes. guess what? Everybody that we met over there, almost everybody there knows Jason Phillips. They know who Jason Phillips is. If, imagine how powerful that is for your business, Jason. Man, I just honestly, right. guys, I just want to, I just want to help others because I've, I've, I've got a lot of battle scars through the years. And I know the pain of, of running a home improvement business and trying to grow your business. And I just want to help as many others as I can and be a resource to the industry. Awesome, man. And you, and you are like, you're setting the pace, man. Like I know, like I said, I feel, it feels so good. We run into some of the guys and some of the guys that we just met and they're, and they talk about you. I'm like, wow. So Texas is really no well, Texas knows I'm how gonna, to do it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I was a little I was a little upset with you guys because y'all came to my state and didn't tell me. I, I you know, I found out too late, or else I would have driven down there to hang out with you Jason. guys. Jason, I told you Texas is too big. <laughs> no, Jason, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, and and we do, you know, but sometimes things just happen so quick and they go. Uh, we ended up meeting with um, Fred, Fred Fred Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, and it was more like he was calling my phone and he's like, hey, man, I know you're coming. And like, we would be nice to get together. We're nice to do this. And then we're cool. He called and he's like, hey, let's get together. And towards like this is the last minute. And like at the end of the day, uh, we saw Kui for like a few hours in the afternoon. Uh, Fred uh, just he was around, but just between being there for a day. But we're But going back. Two days. We're going back over. Like so I said, you know? we just got to wait for the right temperature because <laughs> we we don't we do not do so well on that high high heat, <laughs> high Texas heat. It's hot so, right now. So, that's uh, for sure. Uh, so Dallas, Dallas is going to be next. Okay. So we, we were we, talking about struggles earlier, right? So I, I know we were just talking about your son. You know the story. You know and what really changed. It, it, it just did a shift, right? In 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 your life and your And the mindset, I think, at the end of the day, because you were, you were doing a great business at the moment for you know at your capacity, 
but uh, I think that's something that we always talk about some is like you can have all the tools and you can have everything at your you know reach but if your mindset is not your mindset is not there you won't be able to take advantage of them right is that is that kind of like the, the moral of the story well what you know yes that's that's definitely that's definitely part of it our mind but our our mindset uh if if we are thinking like a technician or a fireman or a salesperson we're always going to gravitate towards those things we need to we need to be thinking like a business person are we in this because we just want a job do we just love painting do we want to be climbing the ladder until retirement maybe you do i don't know that's not, that's not wrong if you do i'm not any younger I'm not getting any. No, but I think that I think what really did it. I think what really did it for you was your kids, right? Is it like, is this really what I'm doing this for? You know, it's like so something changed in there, and as that that that's something that changed that really gear you. And for you, it was your children. For other people, maybe whatever in their life, but it's it's just that is this what we're doing this for? Because a lot of times we get so caught up into like. It's just, I just got to work. I got to do this. I have to have, I don't know, a car. I have to, I don't know, some kind of image. But when you keep my guys busy, a lot of people are like, oh, I have to keep my guys busy. But for you, it changed. Yeah. So think, I mean, think about this. There's, there's so many people that give everything to their business. Hey, I've got to, I've got to keep these. I've got to keep my people fed, which is true. But guess what? If you went out of business today and took on all the debt and you go bankrupt and you're in bad shape, your people, they would get another job in a very short time. And who exactly. and the one that's carrying all the risk exactly. is the business owner. Okay. You know, we're we're not our business does not exist to provide people jobs. Providing great jobs in a great uh, workplace. Okay, I want to hear is, this one. Is is something that we should do. We need to, we need to make, okay, look, we need to start. What do I want out of my life? We need to design a business that serves our life purpose, not not conform our life to serve a business because that business is like a hungry fire. Your time is like pouring gasoline on it. It's never going to say, Hey, no more gasoline. Please, please don't give me any more of your time. It's going to suck it all up, all of it. And then some, okay, we need to design a business that works for us. Now, having, having said that, if we really want time, money, and freedom, freedom, we're most likely not going to do that as, as a solopreneur. Time, money, and freedom true. in this business is going to take a team. Okay, it's going to take a team. And if you want to build a team, you've got to be a good leader. And it starts with being a man or a woman of integrity, of ethics, someone that has a, that, that has a vision of a greater future and invites people, hey, come on, we're going to build a better future. Here's what that looks like. Do you want to be a part? Well, guess what? Great people aren't going to follow a weak leader. Great people aren't going to follow uh, a person that doesn't have ethical standards. They're just not going to do it. And you're, you're going to attract people that are like you. You know, if, if you have cracks in your armor, maybe areas where you don't tell the truth or you or you cheat on your taxes, or you, you know, water down the paint, you know, whatever it is, your employees are going to see that. And so if they see that, you're going to attract that kind of people that we, 
we interview people at my company all the time. Hey, why are you, are you, why are you leaving your current job? Well, the, the leadership and the management, my boss, uh, they have character issues and I don't want to work for a company that's dishonest. I mean, do you want employees that cheat you? Well, don't cheat them. Don't cheat your customer. Be a person of integrity, of ethics. And, and if you're going to build a team, we have to be growing as a leader forevermore. You never, you never quote, get there. People are going to believe in the leader before they believe in the vision. They're going to believe in that before they that believe in true. the company. It, you have to. True. That's true. So I think that, you know, um, you say, so you've been in this business since uh, 1997, correct? That's when I started. So let me ask you this, uh, a little bit of your background. I mean, so how, so what, what is Jason's background? Like what got you into, you know, starting a business, like especially right. the painting business, or was okay. it the painting business first? Yes, it was the painting business first. So back in the day before this, this is early 90s, I had some uh -huh. friends that I went to church with who uh, had a residential oh. painting company, and then they started painting multifamily, traveling around, painting apartment complexes and rehabbing those. And their residential painting company, they, they uh, asked me to come on and, and sell for them. Well, it turned out I was doing more than selling for them. I was basically running everything, and I knew nothing. I got like 10 minutes of training on how to quote an interior. I kid you not, 10 minutes max. And I had to learn everything myself, you know, and they handed me a stack of envelopes and said, Hey, here's the bills. Don't pay these until you get the second past due notice. And so, you know, so I didn't really learn. I learned about business, but I didn't learn how to run a good business. But anyway, they, they were, they, uh, not, not to do right. Yeah, exactly. But they were, they were good, good guys, but, but they were selling at some point they were selling the business to another man and the other man, uh, uh, came on and, and he, he was running it into the ground and, and guys, I saw, I saw a lot of mistreatment in the industry from, uh, people like me before I, when I finally quit, I was six weeks behind on paychecks. I saw false advertising in the industry. I saw broken promises. I saw promises. Uh, I'm like, I would see what other companies were doing for it. And I'm like, wow, why in the world would you do the project this way? It literally would have cost you another dollar to do it slightly different. And not, that's when I came up with the thing of, I need to do this the way I would do it if it was my mom's house. So I designed everything I did. Like if this was my mom's house, this is the way sense. I would do it. And I saw, I saw the, the mistreatment right of, of the workers, a lot of them, you know, immigrants. And I just, I, I absolutely yeah. hated that. And I was at the end, I was at the end of my ropes. I was, you know, my wife and I, we were so broke. We were going to our parents' house, getting, getting groceries out of their pantries. And, uh, one day my original friends that hired me, they came to me and they're like, Jason, uh, so-and-so over here, uh, he hasn't paid us a penny towards the contract yet. We think he's running the business in the ground and, and we think you could do this on your own and we care about you. And we just want to give you our blessing that if you want to go do this on your own, we're going to support you. And, um, you know, they said, if he closes it down, we'll give you the name and the phone number and all the advertising and stuff. So I went and I talked to my advisors, my pastor, my parents, you know, and such. And uh, with a lot of prayer, I really felt that I needed to take this opportunity instead of another one I was pursuing. I was pursuing a, a, an opportunity in the, in the, in the uh, computer business, but I had a moment I, that 
I knew this is what I needed to do. I needed to come uh, raise the bar for the way business was conducted in my little part of the world and make a difference. So that's why I started my business. And so one day I, uh, I went down to the office supply store, had a few dollars left on my visa card on my credit limit, bought a, bought a printer copier and some, some paper and printed up some flyers and business cards and went out on one sunny spring afternoon and knocked on like 300 doors and made four appointments, came back that evening, sold one, sold the other one on Monday and, uh, had a, had a crew lined up and boom, I was in business. Uh, I, I, I knew I was there to I make it just, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just gonna, I was just going to ask you, did you have any employees at the time or no, no, my, the crew I was working with was a subcontract crew. So I didn't have, I didn't have any employees. It was just me. And, uh, I did do the carpentry repairs, uh, because they weren't equipped to do the <laughs> carpentry repairs. And so, uh, okay. no, I, I did I didn't really know much about business. I knew how to sell. I knew a little bit about marketing. And so, so boom, there we right. go. And had some pretty quick success. And then before I knew it, I had all these plates in the air. I'm trying to spin them and it just got to be too much after, you know, after a short time, you know, and, and I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I can work hard. I can get a lot of stuff done. But at the end of the day, um, right. later on, my family was paying and that's when I decided I needed to make a change. So how far into your business was this, you say? Well, that change then. Um, that change was about three years in. And, you know, anytime you're in business, you hit these milestones or plateaus or, or ceilings. And uh, there yes. was, there was one where, uh, you know, there was one where I'm, I just, I'm like, man, I've got to hire, I've got to hire uh, some people to help me sell. And so I started hiring salespeople and I hired people to answer the phones and enter the bills and this and that. And, uh, and but, but it kept growing. All the systems I made were right here. My whole, everything was here. I couldn't take a system and give it to someone else and let them run with it. Like it's a baton in a race. So I'm trying yeah, yeah, to, yeah, that's correct. You know, so if I train this guy and I train this guy and I train this guy, well, now I'm busy doing other things. Now the new guy that gets to be trained is not trained by me. He's trained by a guy that I train. So if I have, if let's just say I have a hundred percent of the skills and knowledge and I train the next guy, and maybe I, maybe I give him 70% of what I have and he gets it to 70%. Well, then when he trains the next guy, that next guy maybe would get 70% of his. Well, 70% of 70% wow. is 49%. And so, but the further it got away from me, the worse it got. It's like a copy of a copy of a copy. And that's why, you know, I, I didn't have sure. things written down and here's the 10 steps on how we do this. And I didn't have those things. And so uh, when we, when we got up to be, I don't want to say I had no systems, but we were doing, you know, well in no. excess of, of $10 million in revenue. And we could, we kept hitting the ceiling again. So there's all these different ceilings you hit and you've got to act different. You've got to think different. And it all starts with the owner. And if whatever strengths you have as a person, your business is going to have those strengths. Whatever weaknesses you have as a person, your business is going to have those weaknesses, especially until you understand how to build a team with the right players that are different than you in each position that are specialists in their position. You know, 
you know, you two, you, you guys already have your, your, you know, who does what, right. Um, but a lot of guys is just, it's just one man on that, but yeah, but, but it's just one man. Yeah, and, true. and that one guy has to be pretty good, good enough at everything. But when you, when you try to give everything your time or even half of everything, maybe in your case, you, you still can't be an expert in everything because there's not enough time in the day to do it. So as you hire people, you want to begin to specialize and give people a responsibility so they can have ownership of, you know, oh, maybe it's ownership of marketing, ownership of sales, ownership of project management, of inventory, whatever it is. And then they can specialize their time and they can get way better than you were. And that's, you know, that that's one of the keys when you want to build a team is, is it when it starts with being a good leader, a person of integrity, a person of character. Well, now, okay, let's talk about building a team. Back when I, when I was hiring people, I had a very small network of people and I was almost begging for people to come work with me because I was so overwhelmed. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, Hey, let's, let's, let's put a mirror under their nose. They could fog up the mirror. You've got a job. And so <laughs> I ended up hiring, I ended up hiring some bad people, ended up hiring some good people. Well, but what I didn't know is that other people weren't built like me. They didn't work like me. They didn't think like me. And I would put a good person in a role that wasn't good for them. And they would have lackluster performance. I would be dissatisfied with them. They wouldn't be fulfilled in the job and the whole thing would blow up or burn out. And it wasn't until I learned about personality styles, disc profiles, that it opened up a whole new world of understanding in my life, in my marriage, in my parenting, in my leadership and running my company. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a hard driving go-getter guy. I need I need, I need people, I need to appreciate and attract and work with people that are different than me. Okay. You don't, you don't want someone like okay. me working your accounting department. You want someone who's consistent, oh, slower okay. paced and thorough running in the running, running the payrolls. Okay. And so in each, in each position, you need to begin to specialize, but it's not just the skill set. You know, it's, can you do the job is one thing. Will you do the job is another thing. What do, the, the thing that we so tend to procrastinate here. on. Go ahead. Uh, so let me ask you something. When are, and because I think this is a question that a lot of, a lot of us still, you know, uh, painters, how do you know when you're there? How, I mean, how do you read those signs? Because we get asked those questions like, yeah, you know, yeah, because you have this. And we'll tell them, you know, it, it's a painful process, but can you pinpoint like, when is a point where you reach that that point where like you know you have to do it? I know okay. then you have to move that and that's the mindset, but you, can you work with that? To to what do, do what? To hire someone or to no, yeah, to to grow that business to when you come because when every time we talk to someone, they're like, Well, it's easy for you to say when you have okay, let me rephrase this. A couple of years ago, we saw, you know, we started looking into business, how they did their processes. And for us, it was very hard to say, okay, I need a, okay, I want to hire someone. The problem is that who did, we didn't even know who to hire or what we needed. Well, I think we were looking in the wrong place. We were trying to hire a, a painter to be like a project manager. Now, you know, a year after we found a project manager, right? 
that is not a painter, but he's a great, great project manager. And for what I hear from you, that's kind of what it sounds like. You know, sometimes you're looking in the wrong place for the right person. That's a Am very I common correct? mistake in business, 100%. Companies, managers, owners will take a person that is a great performer as a technician, whether it's a, you know, you a go. painter or even a salesperson, mm -hmm. and they promote them to manager. The skills and the thinking of a manager are completely different than the technician. You don't need to be an expert technician to manage technicians. You need to, you probably need to get some fluency, but you're now in the business of people rather than in the business of painting. You're in the people business. Painting, um, exactly. Managing systems, leading people. And I talk to guys all the time who have done this very thing. They've taken someone that was doing great. They promote them to management of some sort. And then all of a sudden it tanks and they end up losing the person altogether and everybody loses. It's all because they, they put the person in a role that was not a good fit for them or they weren't, let's just say they weren't prepared for it at the time. That is, that is a real thing that happens all the time. Matter of fact, I've got a friend right now who, who hired a project manager and it, he, he promoted a, a, a painter to a project manager. I'll promote it up. From and, within. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from within. And uh it went it went terribly. He had to let the guy go. And now he doesn't want to trust, he doesn't think he can trust anyone anymore. And he just wants to do everything himself. And he's stuck in contractor prison. But do you think that I mean we went through the same problem? You know, we promoted a guy that we had within our uh company, and he had the you know, the charisma and everything, but he is not a manager, you know, he's a painter and so we went through that. So I guess you're going to make mistakes. You know, you're going to trial and error. You know, sometimes someone maybe look so great and then you're what, a month, two months into and you're like, I don't know. You know, some people are not trainable and we have to, I guess we have to understand that. And there's got to come a point where like, okay, it didn't work out. You tried it. Now you move on. But it is super great to um, educate ourselves as home as business owners before we do these moves i mean do we want to do it? i mean that's what we recommend here that's what we really trying to push for but how do we get into that mindset as a painter because I, I i keep going back to it because years ago we were in that position we, we were in there yeah. but we're like no like how are you telling me this you like when we used to talk about things and he used to be like oh you're talking to me in like some other language my brother and i'm like no, this is what I heard. And so it's those, how do you fight that stuff? You know, but, and, but I think, I think for us, something that helped a lot was like, I don't like to be typing. Like I get distracted really easy. And if I'm typing an estimate, it's going to take me forever. You know, if, you know, filing paperwork, I'm like, I think there is somebody, there is a person who's really good at filing. And I'm like, you know, or, uh, you know, at the office stuff, you know, they're great at what they do. And guess what? They're a specialist at that. So again, we we invested in the right people, the right pieces in the business, right? It's like that's something that that's probably my weakness, and I don't want to work on my weakness. I'd rather you know hire somebody, put that you know that person in charge of this apartment, and then as you know keep working on the rest of the stuff. You know, like right now we have uh, our project manager six months after 
almost nine months. We always keep print, like, <laughs> saying we keep telling him he was three months <laughs> oh, yeah, after like six years. months. He's like nine months. Hey guys, I've been with you guys for like six months. Now it's like nine months. And you're still telling <laughs> that is three months. Come on, man. <laughs> Work on your strength. 100%. Don't feel bad about your weakness. Yes. Hire, hire someone that that's their strength. Exactly. And that's, Thank that's you. one of the keys right there. Don't feel bad about it. Let me there ask you, Jason, someone that loves doing so, that part. I mean, how about you? What's one of your weaknesses in your business right now? I don't think Jason has a weakness. Uh, I don't know. I what do you, I don't know. Tell I me, please. Many. Are you human, Jason? Please <laughs> yeah. tell me. My, you know, in my business or me personally, or probably well, I mean, both. It, it has to do with well, both. Let's, 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 let's tell you, both. I'll tell you let's, what it is. Let's do business and then after okay. personal, please. My, my tendency, and this rolls over into the business. Okay. My, uh, okay. My tendency is to jump in and do something myself. When in reality, that's not what the business needs me to do. The business needs me to find something and get a champion on the team to do it and run it, not me. And, you know, for instance, we were about to do a new sales presentation software. I asked the team, I said, Hey guys, here's, here's the vision. Here's what it needs to look like. Here's what we need to do. I can't do it. I'm looking for a champion. And one of the guys is like, I'll do it. Boom. He did it. But there's other times when I want to polish something up and give them a perfectly working system that they can use. And I can't, there's not enough for me to go, to go around to do those things. And so if, if I'm working in the trenches, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not doing the high level things that, that nobody else can do. My job as an owner, your job as an owner is if you can delegate it, you better delegate it. Because if you do something that you can delegate, then you're not doing something that you can't delegate. Does that make sense? Don't, don't feel, you, you don't feel like you've got to pick up the paintbrush so that your guys don't think you're lazy. I don't, I don't want my guys to think I'm lazy. I need to get out there and get on the ladders and paint with them. Okay. <laughs> that is very true. I used no. to think like that. <laughs> no, you know, we, we, but that, that's the natural tendency. We've got to forget that because every time you're doing that, I mean, it's one thing to go to, to, to show them that you know how to do it. Okay. Hey, look, I know what I'm doing. That's I'm going to show you how it's done. It's my it's ego. I, I got, uh, yeah. <laughs> But there's other important things. You need to grow as a leader. So you need to be learning. You need to be attending seminars. You need to be learning uh, learning about marketing, about sales, about business systems, finance, sales. all of those other things that have nothing to do with cleaning paintbrushes or mixing paint or applying paint. These are things that are universal across business and they don't matter whether, whether you're painting or in our case, roofing or installing gutters or building swimming pools. Okay, there's marketing and sales and people and leadership and management, finance, those type of things. And those are the areas where business owners need, uh, need to grow. What do you think is something easy? So I know there's books. I know there's a lot of resources nowadays. You know, uh, back in 1997, you know, I, that we started in 1998. I started painting in 1998. Um, so we didn't, we barely had phones, you know? Uh, we don't have a lot of like pictures, a lot of record, a, a lot of that stuff because nowadays so we're so spoiled. Well, back then we didn't get, we didn't even have a computer. Uh, yeah, but I don't, right. I don't think I had I a computer. I don't think we had know? a computer back then. 
So, you know, yeah. back then it was it was hard and there were still systems, in, you know, implementing the businesses. But now it's made it so much easier for us. Um, all of our uh, valleys are, are, what's at the top of our mountains, right? So we get to mm -hmm. a mountain, we get to the top, and then now we're looking at the other one and we're like, God, how would we ever get there? So what helps you now? Like, I mean, are they books? Are they coaching? Is it uh, seminars? seminars? What, what, where do you go to now for that inspiration and that help? All of the above. I I attend yeah. probably six or seven seminars or summits or industry events every year. Um, I'm a part of other small groups. I I read a lot. I I reread books because the books I read, I don't want the knowledge. Okay. I want I want them to transform me. And I read a book. I'm like, oh, I need to go do this. And so I'll go back and read it again. Are you? Do you recommend a book at this time, or do you recommend a book for someone that is that is right at the transition in their business? Do you recommend a book? Well, it depends on, it really depends on which transition. There's a lot of books that I recommend. And, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's right. You know, if, if moving into uh, that, I'm sorry if I introduce you, I interrupt you, but um, like the transition into the mindset of like, I gotta do something. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop doing everything and gotta move forward and, and create a system and hire more brush people. down basically. So, you know, there's a, at that transition. So there's, there's a lot of books, you know, there's, there's traction. And a lot of guys read traction. Yeah, um, that's there's yeah, a, yeah, another that's popular book which I which I've read a number of times, which is Michael Gerber's The E Myth Revisited. Um, that is that is a great that <laughs> first is a great one we've book. read. <laughs> okay, it's and it's worth rereading. Yeah. It's worth rereading. Oh yeah. And um, uh, another one that is uh, it's it's called Crucial Conversations. Most people are not good at handling difficult conversations with their team and crucial conversation gives true. you tools for talking to have, to have uh, conversations when the stakes are high, when the emotions are, are high, you're mad or whatever. It helps high. you with that. It's yes, really right. transformational. And there's, there's just, I mean, there's, there's a whole slew of books, but those, those are great. Those are great ones. Wow. Um, an, another, Thank another you. book that has really impacted me is called who, not how, who, who not, I not heard about how. that one. Okay. Who, because, because my, like I said, my default is how do I do this? That's how I'm wired. Uh -huh. And I'm asking the wrong question. I shouldn't be saying, how do I do this? I need to start saying. Who can do this for me? Yes, and and that is that okay. is a I'm writing it down. <laughs> that is a that is a great 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 book. I've read that multiple times. You can read and you should do that. Gosh, we can listen to audio 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 books as we're driving, as we're painting, as whatever. Know, that's that's what we do. We don't read. We we listen to the books. But that's but, fine. You know, either way it, works. Yes, one hundred percent. And and then uh, obviously attending attending seminars. You can uh, you can join mastermind groups. You can uh, hire a coach. You know what you can also do is is you can go visit other businesses, maybe maybe guys that are where you want to be. And I gosh, it seems like just about every month for the last you know year, I've has a, I've had a visitor come in and hang out with us and see how we run things for the day. We're and gonna be next. We're gonna be next, hopefully, very so, soon. <laughs> hey, you guys. Hey, you you know, I've already extended you guys an invitation. You're welcome. 
No, yeah. no, we already talked. You know, sometimes it's it's uh it's, it's making the time to let the temperature come down a little bit. <laughs> I I know how it is. I know how it is. But it, <laughs> there was a there was a number of years ago. I went to a guy invited me to his office. He was in a different industry, but still home services. And I I went over to his place, and I was so inspired because things that I the path I kind of thought I wanted to go. He was already there and already going. And I was just, I was just in awe. I walked in, sure. and I'm like, and talking to him. Wow, all the stuff that I dreamed of doing, this guy's already doing it. And I would ask him questions and and he would say, Well, yeah, we had a similar problem and it cost us thousands of dollars. And here's how we handled it. We we failed three times and this is how it finally worked. You know how much money that's worth when someone will share those golden nuggets exactly. of wisdom with you? And if Thank you're not out you. there, if you're not the out time, there, getting the those time things, that it saves you. You know, so I'm like, I, so, I don't want to be so a Jason, stupid business owner any longer. That's what I said. <laughs> so, so, Jason, this is why we always were big into um, networking, right? Networking is that's one way for us to to uh, to get better. I'm like, we can always, you know, learn from from everyone. Uh, and some people think like, you know, like, you know, somebody has something special. That person might think that they don't have anything like, no, no, no. I'm picking and I'm learning a lot from you, even though you think that you don't have anything, but I'm like, I'm learning a lot from you. And I think that this podcast and this era where we're at right now has really opened that, you know, to more people because just a few years back, you know, we didn't have this. So a very few people, it was such a small community in that, you know, in the social media department and the podcast. But now that's what's so amazing that, you know, we can have this conversation with you. Someone's going to listen to this next time and they're going to be like, I remember Jason said this and I remember I heard this. I, that's how we, you know, have yeah. done and, and really moved forward. See, uh, we can go many years into our business and just have the day to day, uh, just no future. And then we start like especially podcasts. I think um I went from listening to music in my truck or my car to putting in a pot on a podcast, listening to a book or a podcast. And you know, like the things, some of them are so funny too, you know, like you can find everything that you can think of, but so much knowledge, so much over there. So I guess we'll come back right now to where uh, back to. So, so right now we're just talking about our podcast, right. And the power of what this whole new, what is a wave of education for us. Because we can learn so much from, because when you have some of the most uh, knowledgeable and smart business owners just sitting down and having a conversation, you can learn so much from that. I mean, there's not enough books, I think there are, that when you can learn from the experience of someone listening to that person for about an hour. I think it just it's changed us in so many different ways. What do you is your take on that, Jason? One hundred percent. You know, we were chatting. You there's there's books, there's podcasts, there's seminars. Um, you can go to all these things, and those things are great. It's like it's a la carte. What do I want to learn about? And you you can also go visit others, like we like we mentioned, and see how they're doing things. And you can get inspired. You can take little golden nuggets of wisdom back. And there's there there is one piece that's kind of missing from that mix, is you we don't know what we don't know, and sometimes we need to invite a person with wisdom to come in 
and peel back the layers and look in our business and tell us what's wrong. And that can be scary to let someone in your business. That is very scary. It is. That is very scary because, you know, we don't, we don't want to hear it sometimes. Right. And it's one, you know, it's one thing to hire a coach and Hey, we're going to, I'm going to get on a coaching call and that's great. Okay. You can ask questions and such, but then the next level is literally they come visit you and hang out with you for a couple of days, go on a sales call, see how you run things, look into your accounting software, see how you're doing things. And, and that can be scary, but if you really, if you really want to grow and you're serious about, about just looking naked. Okay. That's a great way to do it. Have someone come in. Now, now again, in our, here's the thing in our industry, there's a lot of circumstances where the, the blind are leading the blind. And if you're going to, you know, take someone's advice, if it's not just about, are you going to give them your money, but are you going to trust what they say and act on it? You better find someone trustworthy. That's, that's been there that has the fruit that you want in your company. You've, that you've seen that fruit in their company. And so, uh, but yes, the, but all to say all of this networking and all of this, there's so much, how about this? There's no excuse for not growing your business and growing it right. There's no excuse for that. I think so. If you're not doing it, uh, it's because you don't want to do it. Right. I, I think at this point, there are all these different, um, ways to do it. So let me ask you something. Uh, so we've heard from you, like uh, we've heard, you know, we've had conversations in the past and we've heard that you've grown your business to a very high volume. And then you actually came back because you weren't comfortable how, where you guys were and caught back and got your systems going. And it sounds like you're in a very like good place, but what is your next ambition? Like what, what's your next goal? Like, you know, do you have something in your business or in your personal life that is doing that is driving you right now? Um, both, actually. Uh, one, uh, my I need my business to continue to thrive and grow okay. while I spend less time there. And so, sorry, let me let me ask you something. So, when we say about grow and thrive, are we talking about just money wise, or are we talking about what what is the expectation of that growth? Okay, I want. Uh, internally, we call it double wow, double pow. What that means is double wow means we need to be wowing our clients. And you know, you, we, we measure that through the NPS score. And if we're going to have, if we're going to wow our clients, we're going to have to start by wowing our own team and making an amazing culture. We just last year, we won best places to work in North Texas. And so we've got all these awards. We've really got something special. Well, congrats, and man. Thank you. It's not what's well, it's, 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 it's an honor for me to be a part of what's going on. But so that those are the two wows. Wow. Our client, wow. Our own teammates. And uh, okay. uh, number two is it. double pal, which is simple, double digit revenue growth and, and uh, at double digit profits. And if we can continue to do double wow and double okay. pal, it's going to be great. And uh, we're going to do that in a way wow. that doesn't double Jason's headaches. We're going to divide Jason's headaches down because I'm, I've got people okay. that are better than me in different departments that can yes. champion things. And I'm going to be spending more and more of my time uh, with my contractor freedom. 
and we have a we have a private Facebook group. Nice. We have the Contractor Freedom Podcast. It's that's that's uh, we've got a number of episodes recorded. That's about to be about to be released. And uh, matter of fact, we have a we have a summit coming up this fall here in here in Dallas. Where we're going to bring some business owners in and, nice. and uh, help them with some uh, very practical things they can do to Im- go back and improve their business uh, right right away. Nice. So so do you want to talk a little bit about this contract of freedom? Since we have you here, uh, well, I mean, so get, what so, can you tell us? Okay, so basically, the contractor freedom is what you get when you get out of contractor prison. You're in contractor prison, <laughs> right? If, okay. if you can't get away from your phone, you can't get away from your email. You're constantly on the job. You're putting out the fires every time something goes wrong. Your phone is the one that rings. Okay, you're you're working a lot of hours. Your family's not getting the best of you, or your your family's getting your leftovers. You're 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 not taking care of your health. All of those things. You're just living life to serve your business. Okay, you're in contractor prison. I've been there, and yeah, you can and you can you can have a lot of money and still be in contractor prison. You need time and money. That's true, and to have freedom. You really also need health and relationships and the spiritual life as well. But when just about yeah, the business, time true. and money, okay? And and for me, I I want to spend my time uh helping others because business owners are influencers in their family and in their community. And I want to raise up a generation of leaders that are going to change the world and I'm going to do that one leader at a time. And to me the most viable thing on earth is people and relationships. I get all my values right from the Bible. And that's why I care about people. And I really feel for the people that are walking the path that I've already walked before. And I want to help them not have to stumble through the mud puddles that I, in the tar pits that I did. And I want to help them leapfrog over those and build a better business and, and, and become leaders in their business, in their family and in their communities. And that's what contractor freedom is about. Wow, Jason. I like that, Jason. And honestly, I think, you know, overall, you describe describe a lot of us. You know, we, a lot of times, like the money's great. You know, you want to buy yourself things. You want to have a, you know, comfortable life. But at the same time, being able to do this and come back around. And like you said, you've learned from, you from others in not just the industry, but business owners, great business owners. And for you to come back around and do the whole circle, you know, you're okay. You don't have to do this, but this, you do this because this is a passion. So now you got to the point where like you go to work and you choose what you want to do. Right. And that I think is something that a lot of us really wish like this is, it's kind of like a dream, you know, to do that. And I feel that, um, you are in that position. And even though it's not easy, because trust me, you're going to work harder. It's a lot of but work. It's love work that you're doing right now. And I That's think that right. makes a big difference. That's 100%. Yeah. I don't like to fish. I don't really like to golf. Okay. okay. I like to build things. There you go. And I, I want to build leaders right now. Awesome. Nice. Well, hey, man. So I wanted to just, I, I just wanted to ask one thing. So how do you see, like, what do you, how, do you want to ask this? Yeah. Time? So what are the biggest changes um, that you see on the industry since you started the, the, the business, you know? Well, I know we just talked about it, a lot of that. I know we talked a little bit about some of the stuff, you know, about, you know, everything that has been changing. So what do you think is the biggest, the biggest change that you see uh, so far in the industry? Technology is more at the fingertips yes. of the small business person than it was years ago. Okay. 
um, there's a number of people literally that specialize in marketing for painters. You know, paint's always been there. Yes. Yeah, paint, there's a lot of yes. interesting paints and coatings and that, that stuff is improving incrementally, yes. which is great, right? But but yes. the, uh, yes. the, 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 in the digital space, the things that can help you build your business are readily accessible. Um, anybody can uh, have a great voice online you don't have to have a huge marketing team to have a great voice online now. And I think that's, I think that's a big, that's big change in the industry now. Um, but having said that, you know, uh, the way people buy human nature, that stuff doesn't, that stuff doesn't, doesn't really change. And so I, I see a move. Uh, and again, the PCA is big on this. And this is again, why I got in the industry was to raise the bar, but there's uh you know, there's a move for people to want to take their business more seriously. And they, they see other guys That's and they're like, true. man, I, wow, I can do that in my business. I can have, I can have a life like that. I don't have to be, I don't have to be a slave to my business. I want that, man. I can dream of a better future. Oh my gosh, that's possibility. And so, so the, back to what you were saying, Juan, the, you know, just with all the, the podcasts and everything, you get to see what other people are doing and you're like, wow, I never thought that was possible. I can do that too. And it's, it's, it's inspirational, right? And sometimes, not sometimes, we need inspiration as business owners. Instead of, instead of work, I, I working so. on an island, you know, our, not, our business isn't just fragmented. It's like we're all on an island and we've got this bravado that, oh, you can't yes. tell me anything. I'm smart enough. I know everything, <laughs> you know, and, and I love, I love it. I love it when, when, when guys connect with other business owners and they, they're just like, their eyes just get huge and they're like, Oh man, this is amazing. I never knew all this was out here and available to me. It's like a candy store for the business owner. So yeah, the, the, yes. the, the interconnected so if we, is a huge change. And you know what it does? I think it speeds up things. You know, it can definitely speed up things because if we took 10 years, like back in the days, you know, uh, you would send a letter and that letter will get to its destination in four to five days. Right. No, it's right now I can connect with you instantly. That's right. Not just you, but anyone around the world. So how cool is that? You know, and um, something that we talked about, like our business is visual, like, you know, like painting, uh, even gutters, uh, roofing. It's all visual. Someone can read a whole paragraph, but when you show a nice video, the process of things and, and you, you see it's everything that you need. So it's, it's really changing and evolving because I think in a business, we have to evolve as business owners, as human beings, because the minute that we think that the wheels find the where it is, the way it is, and doesn't need reinvention, then I think we're we're behind, you know, because there's like guys like us that we're like, okay, it's round. How can I make it faster? Right. How it's can just, I make it run better? And more efficient. So that's Absolutely. exactly what this thing is doing for us. So. No, and thank you. I think that we'll, we'll uh, if you can give us the link, if you have them, uh, share your links, like the contract of freedom and so on. Yes, please. For us, we'd love to connect. And uh, maybe that will be a good time for us to go up there. And uh, oh, yeah. maybe you say it's the, wind, it's, the, it's the fall, so it won't be so hot. <laughs> that's We're true. we to be checking the weather. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Now, I think, you know, I think, uh, Jason, um, you know, we, we started this podcast without knowing anything about it. You know, we're, we're a couple guys, you know, from a different country that uh, started painting for necessity, 
that just kind of went with it. And, you know, 20 some years later, uh, we have, we get into a different mud pit and somehow we managed to get out of it. And then the next one is a little tougher just because now it's more personal. Always looking for a challenge or, yeah, we said trouble, but yeah. A trouble, Always but yeah. So um, thank you so much for being with us, man. Um, is there anything that you just would like to say as a last word for these guys out here? Don't wait until it's too late to work on your leadership and people skills. By the time you have a lot of employees it's a, it, and you have a lot of headaches, it's you'll wish you would have done it sooner. True. Oh, Guys, y'all have something awesome. special. I thank appreciate you so much. You so much. Thank you for taking the time. Awesome, man. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. I, we'll be talking to you soon. So um, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. You got it. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, buddy. You have a great Bye -bye. day. Bye -bye, thank you so much, Jason.